morning fam who's ready for the hangout all right let me jump into the verse here feel free to raise your old hand up come on good morning hey good morning good morning hey i'm just logging into the verse right now same i was uh decorating my spacious parcel last night in anticipation of this all right i'm gonna for you guys channel let's we're going to turn on the spillover here in just a moment, so that should be fun. If anyone has any channeling left over to do, I tried it out this morning. It was pretty pretty fun. Oh, yes. So do we have the hot zone uh, turned on, or I guess there were some adjustments possibly being yeah. tested out today? Yeah, we're going to turn it on for the, the next two hours here while, while we're in the hangout. Oh, very cool. So it's going to spill over in a radius of 60 gachis around you. Uh, not all of it, but the spillover part. Nice. In addition to, are we also going to be having like regular uh, Alchemica drop? Uh, yep. Nice. Just trying to jump in here. It's always... Sometimes loads kind of slow for me. Yeah, I had to try a couple times to get in there. Yeah, I wonder if uh, let me let me consult with the devs here. I like the new font that you guys have going on there with the the gachi names. I don't know if anybody yeah. else noticed that. I literally was playing when it happened, and I was like, oh, crap, did I just get flagged? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I mean, it is a lot more visible, though. That's, uh, that's what I'm yeah, happy to see. Yeah, we pushed a couple of different changes this week. Those are the two of the uh, bigger ones. But, so the names will now appear pink if you own Nagachi, not renting. And also, um, one one really uh, nice quality of life feature when you when your gachi is AFK, like if you're in another tab or you're crafting, it it actually turns a little transparent. Oh, okay, that's what I noticed. All right, that I was wondering why my gachi was going a little bit uh, transparent the other night, uh, but I guess I had yeah. some other tabs. So that's basically the, because uh, in the future, you know, if we're, we're going to have um, a, a new feature coming soon, which is the chat bubbles. And it, it just seems like if someone's in another tab or if they're crafting, you know, you don't really know right now. So we added in this feature to uh, make it very obvious if a gotcha is not around. It's there, but it's, it's doing something else. 
Yeah, it's good to know when you have those random gotchis just standing around if they're actually players. Yeah, or... exactly. You're like, are they bots yeah. or are they AFK? Yeah. Well, that's right, cool. Believe, uh, looks like we just like? got a message from the devs here. We do have channeling spillovers enabled. So if anyone wants to give it a whirl, go ahead up to your altar. And uh, you should be able to channel, and it'll spill around you. Someone must be uh, channeling in my area, because I did pick up just a bunch of Alchemica right now. Yeah. I'm on the lookout. Let's see if anyone's channeling. And normal Alchemica is also spilling, uh, dropping, as we can see from the spillover message. I haven't seen any yet. I'm waiting. Hopefully, it'll show up soon for me. Picked up a few pieces already. Nice. Unless somebody's channeling near me. <laughs> I like the idea of having spillover closer to the parcel, but you know, like I, I guess sixty gachis is still like a decent radius. You have to be pretty fast, maybe, to pick up some of that alchemica. Uh, but at least, you know, you might have an idea that it's your Alchemica because it's a lot closer to your parcel. I wonder, though, with this spillover being turned on, right, with this uh, more localized Alchemica falling, are we going to have people, like, camping out near your parcel because they know you're going to be channeling around that time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, are you going to have, like, five gachis just standing around by your parcel because they know... You're about to channel. It makes things interesting for sure. Well, they're going to have to travel a bit to get there. Hey, well, guys. Hey. Good morning. How are you? GM, Hello. GM. Man, there's like a load of Alcantara that just dropped near me here. Um, someone must have channeled because it's like a pretty decent mm -hmm. grouping of Alchemica. I'm uh, entering the Gachiverse now. Got to get some of this. Oh, yeah. You definitely want to get in here. It's, uh, Ooh, you know, wow, it's, it's a, a big group. We're not used to that, right? We're not used to seeing that much Alchemica. I'm in, uh, let's see, what district am I in? Um, in District 1 and like the, but the bottom right corner. I'm a... Uh, there's a, I think there's a bot that I'm fighting against here, but it's, a, it's got a pink name. I mean, I just saw Gachi running around and it was transparent. It's kind of weird. Uh, that's, yeah. Isn't transparency just uh, to show away from keyboard and like uh, a Gachi at rest? How could it was running around? It was running around, but it was transparent. <laughs> bot. <laughs> 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 have you guys Maybe been decorating your that. parcels actually yeah look, yeah the the uh this this guy i'm looking at he is transparent that's that's very interesting i wonder if that means he is a bot he's got a pink name though This uh, 60 um, gachi radius is basically the hot zone from the the original published plan, right? So it's that 
that radius just not too big, not too small. We were kind of nicknaming it the hot zone. I'm liking the hot zone. It's, uh, you know, the Alchemica spreads out uh, far enough that, you know, some other people might be able to grab some, but you could go run around and grab a decent amount of your own Alchemica too. Yep, I like that. Where you guys want to meet up? I'm gonna, I want to see if everyone... Let's get a, a group picture here with our pink names. Let's I'm going to make it. my way over to the west side. West side of District 1? Yeah, maybe the, there's like a vortex in the west. I'm, I'm going I'm to go over there. Okay, I'm pretty close to that. Give me a little time, though. We need that speed key. We can... <laughs> Jump, go, move faster. Wow, I see. This is a, this is a cool part. So it's got like a bunch of globes. Is that the Gachi Mafia parcel, though? Uh, let's see. Anyone knows who's this belong to? Just got like uh like thirty globes. <laughs> Pretty cool. This is well traveled. <laughs> we do we have the three word address? Um, we haven't added that in. That's that's definitely coming soon. We need to get that address so we know whose whose parcel it is. Holy cow! That is a lot of globes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying that's Harambe's parcel. Oh. Uh, hey, by the way, I found a little quality of life hack. I was playing around yesterday. I don't know if you guys might already know this. But if you right-click and then just, like, click into the game, you can it'll, it'll move your mouse for you automatically. You don't have to hold down the mouse or, or or the keyboard. So if you're going a long distance, you can just like put the mouse cursor wherever you want, and it'll your gachi will walk that way. It's like autopilot. It's good if you're just cruising. If you're just cruising, they're trying to get somewhere. Yeah, you just put it on autopilot, put on some music, and watch the scenery. Yeah, speaking of music, we got. Uh... I don't are they a guild or a DAO? We got a new Gachiverse partner. They're doing a giveaway right now. Um Music Parkour, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. And uh do you guys do you guys uh I guess they're partners, so I guess you guys do know kind of what they're doing, but it looks interesting. I think it's like some sort of like music to earn or I I gotta do more research into it, but you guys have any background on uh music parkour? Steve, you had a call with him. I know Moon did. It's it's uh, mostly led by Moon. I only know what he's kind of told me the last couple of days, so I need to check it out more too. Because our conversation is more about the the unfun side. Just like, are they like Moon? Is it a good team? Do they have good intentions? What are they working on? But uh, how to actually play and enjoy the game? I'm I'm not so sure. It looks cool though. Like I. I was on their site and I was like, okay, this is uh kind of interactive and 
kind of reminded me at first thought of like, um, what's that? Like Saber Quest or some of these like timing, music timing games. But I'm honestly not sure. Um, it's on my weekend to playlist. Oh, okay. I think Al here is saying it's like VR-based rhythm matching for play to earn. So, yeah, smashing blocks, using rings, and you get penalized for bad movements in the game. Oh, so maybe like it's like an agility style thing where, you know, I'd like to do an Avagachi agility course. That'd be cool. I like the idea of uh, obstacle courses in general, you know, like Avagachis and Agachibers should have good uh, obstacle courses too. There's like so much room there for a little PvP, a little competition, all in time. Well, I mean, with the walls, right, uh, we could build a maze, right? Because walls have collisions and you can build walls anywhere on your parcel, right? They don't have to be on the perimeter. So I guess you could really, in reality, build like a gachi maze of some sort uh, or some sort of like obstacle course, like you said. Yeah, definitely. You could probably do it now with uh, with the decorations because they technically do also have collision, but they're not like 100%. You can kind of slip through. But I think it would probably take you longer to slip through it than to actually do the obstacle course. So it would it actually work right now, I think. Yeah, that's a good point. But I also think... There. Oh yeah, you're at the vortex. I should make note. Yay! All right. What are your uh, coordinates uh, there uh, for people who want to head over? So here we go. This one's like right at the the edge uh, of. I see a couple people hanging here. Hey, there's China. Oh, it looks like you're uh, you're transparent though. That's strange. There's Addison. You guys all look transparent to me. That's maybe that's uh, a bug. They want a, a screenshot of where you are, Dan. <laughs> screen grab. Screen grab. You ready? Uh, F3 will give you access to your coordinates, just so you know. All right, while we're, while we're chilling here, we've got a little thing to share. Uh, not quite live yet, but it's getting very close. Everyone go take this tweet out. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> my my Wi-Fi is crap today. Yeah. You're you're a little roboty today too, but yeah, check yeah. this out. Real quick, little preview. I'm so excited about this. Very very bullish. It's loading slow though. I don't know if people. Oh, I see. Yeah, click the tweet. Oh yeah. 
Do we have the, yeah, let's see here. Is there a way we can put the GIF into the Discord chat without the tweet? Uh, yeah. Actually, never mind. You can just play the play button. Uh, oh, yeah, I love cool. I love how the the bubbles stack. That was a huge improvement mm -hmm. over what we were doing before, because um, it's like got to mimic a real conversation, right? You can't just have one bubble over and over. Um, it just doesn't vibe that well. But here, you kind of get that chronological sense of like, okay, back and you can get a back and forth going. Yeah, like a proper dialogue, right? That's gonna be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's prop like reflects real life where you're kind of locally chatting with whoever's kind of within view of your screen, really. That's going to be a game changer when you're hanging out with people in the Gachiverse, like especially for like big gatherings and stuff. Yeah, way superior to the the chat boxes. Those those may have their use case, but I don't think they're really there yet. Like some coordination, um, uh, different districts maybe will have you know, use cases for that. But yeah, talk bubbles are going to be so much better for communicating as you're on the fly in real time. We'll see how it goes. You know, it'll be uh, a big deal when it goes live and we'll get user feedback and maybe tweak it. But I think this is the right track. It adds that uh, social element to the Gachiverse, which we're still, you know, we're still building up that social element being able to hang out with people you know chat with people now with the chat bubbles and um like you said coordination is going to be a big deal like in the gotchaverse moving forward so uh it's cool i'm looking forward to meeting my neighbors now because i see my neighbors out uh channeling around the same time as me and uh, i never really get to interact with them so it's kind of cool i can talk to them perfect uh, example figure out who they are yeah figure out who these guys are right and i'm like are you Goops? Like, are you Choina? Who are you? Like, let me know. You know? Yeah, you may have awesome neighbors that don't even go to the Discord, you know, and you find, oh my gosh, there's there's different gachis here. So I love how the uh, example, Dan, the example we've used even has these uh, kind of naughty word remover yeah. uh, feature. <laughs> So the uh, NSFW uh, speech bubbles will be uh, kind of blurred out, or it'll be a setting you can toggle, just like we have on the main UI. Hey, does anyone uh, want to lead? Like, uh, we got this little group here. Anyone want to lead to any nice parcels they they've seen recently? Do a little, do a walkabout. Once we have chat bubbles, we'll be able to signal, signal that in the game. But anyone want to go and go for a walk? I, I saw Bearded's parcel uh, last night when we were doing our show. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty dope, man. It's pretty cool. He has the mythical rug. He has a level 9 golden altar. I'm just trying to figure out, uh, I'm trying to remember where it was. Uh, but maybe if somebody knows where that is. We could head over there. I think it is in it is in District One. So, okay, all right. E, uh, I hope I'm saying it right. E tree uh, might be able to help us out. Oh yeah, Brails. You're saying Ocams has a nice parcel as well. 
I'm not trying to oh, go and find my that. parcel because I know it's near here somewhere, but I forget exactly where. I'll be I'll be back in uh in fifteen minutes there. <laughs> to, the, to the group. I'm almost yeah, that, there. That portal mage's parcel is just it's fire, man. It's yeah, dope. Where is that? That's that's like near here, right? I think I'm on I think I'm heading it's on like the the outside of Yeah, okay, getting close, I think. Yeah, I think it's near here. This is cool. It's pretty nice. These are neat. Dude, portal mages aren't messing around. I like that style where you make a silhouette by omitting um, part of the background with using the grass. But that portal mage is one. Holy cow. It's huge. Oh, wow. The uh, man, Los, Los Mustachos also did something like that to make the mustache. But this is, um, yeah, the axes, the helmet, pretty serious. And right now has to be very well thought out, right? Because, like, for me, I designed my parcel <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have put those tiles there. Yeah, oh man, <laughs> I just passed one that says wag me in grass. Every other letter is a different color. It got the purple and the cyan. Nice. All this, like, these tiny little Alchemica chunks everywhere. I can't get anywhere because I'm like, must pick up this chunk. <laughs> I just get distracted walking. It's funny. It's like I'm leaving pennies on the ground every time I go anywhere. You got to pick up the big blocks. That's what matters. Yeah, that's true. I thought you were talking about a feature to like purposefully drop some alchemica on the map. That'd be pretty. Oh, pretty sweet. Is that an actual I mean, that'll, that'll that'll be coming. <laughs> yeah, that's that's in the in the list. But it's gonna take because then little... you can have your own little drop party, right? You can in the mm -hmm. chat bubble, you can just start uh, uh, you know typing drop party, and people will crowd around you. This has happened in other games, and then uh, yeah. You can just start dropping out chemica everywhere. It's just fun. People go crazy for it. So, yeah, it, it should be a two way road, right? It makes sense when that's part of like planning an event. You want to be able to have the ability to to gift uh, things, whether it's alchemica or whatever. That'd be really powerful. Get some talk bubbles. Start gifting some alchemica. That's the way. Yeah, then we got these hot zones. Everybody's loving it. Akam Shik uh, also echoing that. It it still it still has that. Uh, I I think with the hot zone, I'm more compelled to wander a little bit out further from my parcel because I know you know like with the spillover previously, all of it was spread out so far apart. I was like, well, I'm not going to go looking for it because it's going to be who knows how far. It went right. I'm better off trying yeah. to collect everybody's spillover. But now I feel like, well, you can maybe go out a little bit further from your parcel and see if you can find some of your own spillover and get that little extra. Yeah, good point. If you're kind of busy and, and um, doing channeling, there's a good chance your uh, 
you're going to want to wander around your area a little bit more uh, at that time. Yeah, Thrax likes negative space. <laughs> Talking about, I think that must be in reference to the uh, the portal mage design. Very, very nice. I'm looking forward to that V2 launch um, coming pretty soon now, right? Yeah, that's a big thing this week. Um, getting everything that was announced at New York out onto the uh, Twitter sphere and the internet. So I'm sure you guys saw the videos for V2 and the integrations with Word and GBM. Uh, so yeah, the, the work continues on that. There's um, so many like one thing that might maybe delay it by I'm saying like an extra week uh, is we're having some conversations with some of the people we met at New York uh, that are really good potential integrations to add to something like V2. So we thought we were done. We get to New York to show off what it's going to be and all these awesome new features. And then we meet like, you know, a half dozen candidates for other features that might like make v2 even more powerful and i was like okay we gotta we gotta pick and choose here but let's let's get the biggest ones the best ones so we're, we're in that phase right now with with a couple of them but uh i think there's more to come oh that's awesome um do we have some examples of some partners that you thought were really interesting that maybe not even for v2 but you just thought well maybe this would be really great to you know put into our, mm -hmm. into our dap yeah, absolutely. So you know how like Wirt.io, what they do is they help us do uh, fiat on-ramps, right? So you bring the money from the paper world, the fiat world, that dirty fiat could come into Avogadro directly, either through uh, buying Ghost or interacting directly with smart contracts. So that's Wirt. And then there's also this other world where there's a lot of value sitting, which is other blockchains, right? We're on Polygon. There's a ton of other value out there that... Maybe some of those people um, would be interested in interacting with Avogachis, but they're not interested in bridging and, and moving all that stuff over to Polygon yet. So there's a project called Router Pro Protocol. You may be familiar with them. They kind of started on Polygon. Um, we were talking to them a year over a year ago, and um, at the time it didn't just quite line up and make sense, but now we've kind of restarted that conversation this week and um yeah check them out like it it definitely could be quite powerful if um there was a compelling case for people say on avalanche to check out avagachi what it basically does is it's it's like a bridge but it just lets you do like a swap uh to to basically benefit from your avalanche funds you could buy a avagachi nft or or ghost or something so it's, it's like um a multi-chain cross-chain solution so no matter what chain you're on as long as it's evm you could probably interact buy own use your avogachis so it could expand the potential user base by a lot uh, and uh yeah the more we got to know it the more we realized it's like it's like a win-win because there's really not much required on our side to set it up and make it possible most of it's just you know going through their protocol uh, they basically have like USDC in every pool or a pool of USDC on every chain and they kind of self-execute on your behalf and um, settle everything for you. So pretty cool tech. 
It's uh, it's kind of like Umbria, except Umbria they mainly handle the bridging between uh, ETH and other chains. This is more like a universal kind of cross chain, any chain to any chain uh, connection, and that's that's going to be really interesting, like you said, for expanding uh, a user base, uh, and also uh, just in general, I think the, everything going cross chain is going to make things a lot smoother for onboarding. Yeah, that's certainly the hope. There's no like one silver bullet, right? But this is another piece that just makes it uh, so much easier for a certain type of user who maybe is interested to uh, be able to get in with, with less friction. So it could be pretty good. Um, so we're working on that. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see from there. But that's a good example of one that's like pretty high at the top of my list. And there may be some like incentives to go with it. We're in early discussions about that would look like. So if you guys have any ideas, um, there's got to be a way. Because I'm my concern right now is, yeah, that's great. Like all these users on other chains, but if they're on spending all their time working on projects on other chains, they're probably not that aware of Avogadro yet. So how do we reach out to them and and uh, encourage them to try out this cross-chain protocol and to try out Avogadro? So that's the other half of it is the you know making sure we get our signal to the right people you can definitely tell the barriers to entry for you know getting on a polygon are definitely going down um oh i found uh i found bearded's parcel um i was gonna say the barriers to entry are going down so that's gonna be great for us especially i don't know if you've seen this uh news recently with Meta with uh, Facebook's Meta, they're experimenting uh, with NFTs on Polygon. So I think mm -hmm. if that happens, um, you know, I mean, it's just Meta, but I think it'll be good for our ecosystem as well. While people are on Polygon, you might as well check out Avogadro. You know, you might as well look around a little bit and see what else is around. Um, and you know, with Facebook having like almost three billion users, that's going to be—I think—that's going to be really good for Polygon and us. Very good point. Yeah, we're definitely uh, looking at that too. I think Meta, and then it, it gets confusing. It's like Meta, but also Facebook, right? So are they the same thing? I'm not sure, but Facebook yeah, also had that announcement. Thing. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Grandma's social network will also have Avogadro NFTs soon. <laughs> I was, uh, have you guys, the ones that have used Lens, um, are the Avogachis showing up there yet with like for your profile picture? Because I was looking at it the other day and I didn't see them. I think it's the it's the OpenSea API that they're using. Has anyone like been able to set their Avogachi as their profile pic like from the drop down? I have not experimented with that, but I did find a feature the other day where all your uh, tweets can be routed through lens. Um, so, you know, any, anything you tweet through lens will get put onto Twitter. So you can tweet, um, through your lens profile, which is kind of cool. cool. You don't have to interact with Twitter directly anymore. You just do everything through lens, which would be an awesome, uh, way to get over to decentralized social. Right now it's a little... It's a little challenging not to use Twitter, but I think as the lens uh, uh, user base grows, I think more people will 
be using those sorts of features. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm definitely looking for all these things you guys are introducing now. Is giving me reasons to, um, like up until now, you know, I'd come into the Gachiverse, do my channeling, and uh, I wouldn't hang around for a whole lot of time after that. I would kind of just leave, like log out, you know, do my other parcels, and then and then be done with it. But now it's like with this social feature, I might want to go around and start talking to Gachis and just seeing what they're doing, what they're up to, where they're at, you know, be a little bit it's, more social. Uh... Little by bit by bit, it's gonna be getting more social for sure. Are there some other ideas you guys have in mind for you know giving people reasons to when they're not channeling to be in the Gachiverse? Like, um, do you guys have any examples of anything? Maybe not right away. That's come because I know there's a lot we're working on right now. But uh, are there some things um, on the back burner that you know might give some people reasons to hang around after they're done their channeling? Uh, aside from you know um, chatting it up with gachis, but like maybe some sort of event or activity or game or something. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Gold Cross had a really good idea. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit before, but basically. Uh, having an installation that you can craft that will give allow people to basically spawn directly on your parcel um, for like a limited period of time could be basically you would you would uh, charge it up with with alchemica or glitter and it would give you like a, a duration of time and then it would your parcel would appear on the front page with uh, like a like a tag next to it telling people what's going on. So, like, if you're having a once we have more NFT display kind of stuff, you could directly say, "All right, hey everyone, I'm having like a NFT hangout on my parcel. Just jump into my jump into my portal, and you'll spawn right on my parcel." I think that'll be that. Because right now, it's it. I mean, it's definitely uh, uh, you gotta hoof it over there. It's definitely not ideal for like having gatherings. But uh, this would be like a little, yeah, a personal portal that you could give access to other people. Uh, you could turn it on and off, and and it would have like a limited duration, and it would require Alchemica to keep going. So if you have like a cool event, you could get your personal portal open, and or you could leave it on. You could maybe put a lot of Alchemica into it, and it would just stay on twenty four seven, and people could come and see like, oh, this is a, a cool parcel. I'm gonna go check it out it's on the front page of uh of the, like the spawn site so it could be pretty neat but that actually uh, I mean, could be really cool yeah like once you have yeah, like, if you like have a cool parcel you want to show off be very, very interesting yeah like i was thinking it could be cool for like the content we're doing with gmi like when we want to do meetups yep. it's easy to say hey come meet up and then with the chat feature instead of using like the twitch chat or the discord chat we're chatting right there in the game while the show is being recorded or whatever yeah i was actually thinking i wish that i know you guys are doing the guild summit soon and then you're, you're posting it in the gachi verse if, if i recall like district 12 i think it was yep yeah yeah it's just like i don't think we'll have that feature in by that time but it would be super cool if we did where you could just spawn directly 
onto the the district 12 parcel where you guys are having the event exactly yeah that's cool actually today we are doing the pre-summit where we just kind of do an announcement we're going to do that as soon as spillover ends we're going to encourage everybody to meet us at the gmi parcel at 4 p.m utc and we're just going to make a small announcement about the guild summit coming up we've got some details to reveal We'll get some cool footage too. See if we can get a uh, a group of gachis to run around in the gachiverse with us. Oh, backside! I took your keck, bro. <laughs> but yeah, that events feature is going to be really, really interesting. Um, for throwing events and you know also advertising your parcel and just getting people to yeah. come hang out on your parcel it kind of ties in really well with uh something you'd mentioned a while ago which was uh, a leaderboard for you know how many hours or how much time block time is being spent uh on your parcel by other yes, guys like I think that'd be really interesting yeah and verse analytics <laughs> Like showing how much foot traffic your parcel is getting. And I could see that adding value to your parcel. I mean, if you have a really done out parcel and it's in a really good area and you can show the on-chain metric that there's been a lot of people that stop on this parcel, I feel like that parcel should be priced a little higher because, you know, it's there's some value there. If you build an experience, if you, you know, once the SDK comes out, uh these are these are going to be great opportunities to to you know have people on there have it on the front page so i guess if this is going to be an installation you know what are the levels going to be correlated to like how long like how much time you have available per alchemica or like have you guys thought about maybe how the levels would play into that why you'd want yeah, to we, like, we haven't uh, had a deep discussion on it yet we've just been okay uh we're, we're aiming to get this harvester release out still mid-july so we're kind of full going on that also we've been uh doing some just kind of back-end stuff uh right now it, the, the dev process for phaser is kind of slow like every time we make a change we have uh the it takes a while to to uh get back in the game and see it so we've just been uh working on that and kind of speeding up our development process so that we can ship things faster. But uh, we are quite on track, it seems like, for mid-July for the harvesters, as, we are, as we're hoping. Uh, so once that's done, that's going to be a big milestone. It's going to uh, free up a lot of uh, Solidity dev time, free up a lot of the, the front-end, back-end dev time to, to start iterating on like smaller features. Uh, is that the bike, sorry? I missed that last bit. Features. Yeah, I missed that last bit. You were saying, uh, the, are, is, it, is that the realm contracts that are done now? Yeah, like the farming. Yeah, the harvesters and reservoir. All that is on chain, so it takes a lot of solidity to to get that done. Yeah, that's going to be exciting to have that, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people looking forward to their VRF roles. 
And so with the VRF, when you roll it, you know, you open your parcel. Um, can you give us an idea of like how much the variance is going to be? Like, I know you can't give an exact amount, but for example, would it be possible for a humble parcel to have a, almost as much Alchemica as a reasonable parcel if you get like a really, really good roll? Uh, yeah, I, we're going to be doing more testing on it. The, like, we have the algorithm done. Um, and Maury was the one that uh, spearheaded the, uh, the distribution for that. I don't know if he's in the chat. If he is, he can feel free to chime in. Uh, but there, we basically, originally it was like quite unforgiving and quite a big deviation between the two. Now I believe it's, it's much gentler. Um, but there is still a pretty good chance that you'll get a very good roll compared to a much lower chance that you'll get a terrible roll. I mean, it would be it'd be disheartening, you know, if you had a spacious parcel and you rolled and then you only got as much Alchemica as like a little bit more than a reasonable or a couple of reasonables. Well, yeah, I mean, that'll that'll definitely happen. Uh, but it won't happen that much. So there might be some unlucky rolls. That would, yeah, that would be, you know, it's it, it would be interesting to say the least. But I think the average amounts are going to follow with the recipes, or not the recipe, but the kind of like the stated numbers in the Gachiverse Bible. Yeah, we're going to be updating the, the Bible with uh, the latest numbers. We went through this week and uh, identified all the areas that need to be updated. We'll begin the updated next week. Definitely a little bit out of date. Are those current numbers uh, reflecting those agate proposals that had gone through like a long time ago with, uh, you know, adjusting the... Like boosting the boosts, and there was like four other metrics that we voted on. Have those been reflected in the uh, in these numbers uh, in the Gachiverse Bible? So uh, yeah, I think that that early patch that we did, I believe those are in the Bible, but the later ones ha have not been added to the Bible yet. Uh, yeah, but like the total number of Alchemical, that is correct in the Bible, as far as I remember yeah that's that's um that's good to know yeah yeah we identified a couple areas that need to be fixed um that are a little bit out of date so we will be doing that next week um and then i guess my other question was, with the next uh, uh, iteration of the Gachiverse Bible, the next chapter, what are the uh, kind of what are the the subjects or the topics? You know, each one has its own little kind of topic that it covers. Yeah, we're doing a lot of work on the SDK right now, so that will probably be one of the upcoming topics. And uh, liquidators, we need to have some. Oh, so liquidators will probably still come a little bit later because we are. The other big topic will be exact bonuses and benefits and abilities of each weapon, and and, uh, and also like the gachi stats. 
with actual point numbers that we've been doing a lot of work on. So those will be the, the two main things that we need to fill in first before we can get to too much about the liquidators. SDK is exciting though. Um, I know you'd yeah. put out there a channel. Was it a channel or a, there was a place where people could put in their suggestions for yeah, what they'd a, like to see on the SDK. SDK wishlist little thread here. Oh, cool. Well, maybe we can have a look at this wish list here and see uh, what people have been throwing in there. Oh, yeah. So from ARG, uh, just so people know what we're talking about here, SDK, a developer SDK will be created to allow other developers to reskin their smart contract front ends to work as NPCs within the Gachiverse. I guess that's one use case of it. But the SDK is... Uh, Software developer kit, right? Basically, is what it is, and it's, yep. it allows you to to iterate on on the Gachiverse. Yeah, so um, I can give like a, a kind of high level overview, real quick, about what what we're the way we're kind of thinking about the SDK and structuring it. So, what I really want, great. what I what I grew up playing, and what I would love to see is basically giving the ability to add scripting to your parcel and having all sorts of tools that you could do and like trigger events actions and things like that on the parcel so very basic example when someone walks on your parcel it would be cool if there was like a personalized message you could show them or like it could trigger something to happen on your parcel you could maybe uh drop but you probably wouldn't want to drop you know, the code you could uh, make your uh, campfire glow a little bit brighter. Just as like a, a subtle way of welcoming them onto the parcel. And that would be a very simple example. A little more complicated examples would be you could have like a, a trigger where a soccer ball would appear on the, on the ground and then it could be pushed around by, by the gachis and uh, or a ball that can be picked up and held, and you can like move it into a certain area and drop it. So those would be all possible with scripting events that would be happening locally on the parcel. There'd be all sorts of different triggers, uh, all sorts of different uh, actions that you could do on your parcel, uh, different different ways to customize it, basically. And all that would be, you would be able to do it with code, or there'd probably be a GUI for it, but that would probably come later. But the, at the very minimum, there would be like uh, an SDK where you could code that in. And with the SDK, is that going to be based off TypeScript and using Phaser? Yeah, so the SDK would most likely be in like Node.js TypeScript. That's very cool. Um, that could really create these unique experiences, even with these uh, decorations, like you said, that we already all have. They all look very similar for their, uh, based on their rarity. Uh, but you could do these little modifications, which would be kind of fun. So yeah, so the other one, so that's one prong. The other kind of major prong would be like smart objects, which would be, essentially uh, like an installation that you could put on your parcel and it would be 
there would be some code in it that you could do with like React or JavaScript. And that would be more what we were originally talking about, with, which was like linking it up to some sort of trigger or event on the blockchain. So you could like read your health score or you could go and look at your uh, liquidity on QuickSwap and kind of show uh, a meter for it or some like visuals based on some sort of blockchain state. And it, it wouldn't have to only be a blockchain state. It could be basically any API, but essentially having some way of having like a custom object for uh, displaying information on your parcel. And then the other side would be actually being able to make a transaction or do something with, with that smart object. That so, makes me wonder, like, uh, my little Alchemica wishing well that I want to do, where you can throw some Alchemica in there, and maybe every, you know, a certain amount of times, there might be a randomized, like, release of some glitter or something would be kind of cool for someone donating. Maybe most of the time, it doesn't give you anything, but then every now and then, fine. you get a little bit of glitter back or something. That'd yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so you, so for that, you would, uh, you would probably want to create your own visuals like you would have this would basically be like a kind of a template um you'd have to create the 3d object for it and give it all the different states and then it would be an installation that you would buy and put it on your parcel and then you could give it all you could basically inject code into it and uh tell it what to do based on different states So that's a lot really... of, uh, we we got to think very carefully about it, and we want to make sure that we design it in a way that's going to be very extendable, and it's not going to clog up the servers as well with like too much stuff. Um, so we we are looking at uh, there's a really good model. Decentraland actually has a very interesting SDK, tons of uh, options in there and flexibility. So we are looking at, at theirs as well, kind of for inspiration. But um, we don't want to totally re reinvent the wheel, but we also want to go beyond a little bit what, what they've done. Uh, sorry, that last bit you were saying, uh, you were looking at uh, Decentraland, was it, as an example? Or Yeah, yeah, they have a, a very thorough and very well-documented SDK. That's definitely worth checking out for some uh, for some ideas, and also that thread that you posted. I was just kind of reading through it, and uh, you know, there's some great ideas in there as well. And uh, I'm glad we have a nice developer community uh, building around Abagachi. It's going to be really, it's going to be convenient, you know, when this SDK comes out and we have uh, our friends building some cool stuff on their parcels, even as an example. Uh, like you said, with uh, potentially creating an object like a soccer ball and then being able to use that in the Gachiverse uh, would be really cool. Yep, I mean, we are really still at the beginning of this journey as a community and at the end of the game. We're, we're laying the railroad tracks right now. We were talking about this last night on D420. It was like uh, 
we're the very early stages of this and we're already seeing, you know, the Gachaverse has been open for about two months now. And if you look at the initial images of the Gachaverse, they look probably significantly different than, than now with all the parcels decorated with tiles and uh, decorations and stuff. Yeah, totally. That's a, that's a good point. There were no There's altars, like there were this... no tiles, no brass. Yeah, there was like this, there's this consistent like iteration, not just from you guys, but among us, like putting stuff on our parcels. It makes me wonder like what the Gachiverse is going to look like, um, you know, like a, a, even a year from now, like a year or two from now, it's going to look a lot different than it does right now. Hey guys, good morning. Hey. Good morning. Yeah, it was just, uh, I hopped up because I was thinking about what we were talking about yesterday. And uh, as I walk around the gotcha verse like I'm doing now, and, you know, it's causing this great FOMO because I haven't, I've, I've acquired decorations, I've acquired installations, but I haven't really put anything down. But after seeing Bearded's like estate with the level nine and he had the little like lava lamps and the mythical rug, it's like, damn, now I really have to start planning out like, where is going to be that spot in the gotcha verse that I like deck out? And I'm starting to yeah. lean towards. D27 because I think you guys are going to be doing something cool there so I'm like maybe I should focus all my building in District 27 because it's going to probably be one of the coolest experiences in the Gachiverse D27 I like it uh oh Chubb says come to D9 all the shout outs don't sleep on D30 <laughs> I'm set up in uh, my spacious parcel that I've been working on right now is in District 42 right now. It's on the road. Uh, so that's where I hang out. It's a little far from the Citadel, but it's kind of like that uh, that outpost that it's going to be worth traveling to because there's going to be things you can do there. So. That's right, Thrax. District 42.0. <laughs> <laughs> Still a lot of empty parcels out there for sure. Even along the road. I can't can't imagine like a year from now, all those roadside parcels are probably gonna have all sorts of stuff on them. You guys put out a recent thread of all the cool parcels. It was interesting to see all those. I think GMI made it on there too. Yeah, I'll let me let me drop that. That was a great thread. We're going to need to have a uh, parcel popularity contest here at some point, uh, especially with some of those metrics you were saying, you know, with being able to tell, well, not metrics, but installations potentially letting you teleport to a parcel specifically for an event, having that parcel hosted on the front page, you know, it's going to, parcels are going to start getting differentiated. And if you don't have anything, it's kind of like a gotcha that you're not petting you know if you're not petting a gachi you're not taking care of it you're not voting on anything the it's not you know reflecting its true value over time and uh i think you, you could say the same for a parcel that's uh hasn't been opened or decorated you know as time goes on it's like that parcel's 
it's going to look less and less uh, appealing to people who want to, you know, be in the market for a really cool parcel. I think there's going to be some huge price. Like right now, you can get lucky in the bazaar. I know some people have got like, a, they'll buy a, a gold, you know, they'll buy a, uh, this was before E-Tree's tool. They would buy just a parcel, not knowing what installations are on it. And you might get a golden yeah. altar, you know, you might get some extra goodies with it. Uh, but yeah, that that's going to make a big difference for the value of par certain parcels as people realize, you know, a decorated parcel is going to be worth a lot more than, you know, nothing on it, especially if you got some rare items on it. You know, that kind of just gave me an idea with the, uh, like the invitation portals you were talking about. Like if those used glitter to craft them or to keep them open, then it would work for guilds for their you know, trying to win the crest of that week, like throwing other types of events would count towards your glitter spending yeah if we use the, you're talking about the leaderboard model yeah 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 that'd be a, a good example for the uh for the actual installation itself i think it'd be really cool to see it represented as an actual portal as we mm -hmm. you know as we know with opening portals that animation something similar to that i think would be really cool just like visually speaking oh yeah with the little sound every time somebody comes through it <laughs> yeah yeah but I guess it would have to be maybe a slightly different color or something because those portals that we know are, you know, they're from the, uh, they're bringing in gachis from the ether realm. So you'd have to have some sort of portal for just the gachiverse. Yeah, I mean, technically you're always coming through the great portal. So it would make sense that the great portal could route you back over to a smaller little portal. We have a thousand players in the Gachiverse right now. Yeah, the Great Portal area. That's a um, that would be interesting. That Great Portal area, I'm sure, is going to have some stuff around it too. Just visually speaking, I'm sure it's going to look uh, pretty amazing. Oh yeah. yeah that, speaking of yeah. Neon Kong, like uh, he's put a lot of time into the Great Portal area. It's kind of the the centerpiece of the Citadel, so it has to have that attention. Yeah, Guardian parcels. Those are going to be so sick. I know you'd said something about the guardian par guardian parcels like a long time ago. Um, these guardian parcels are going to be important for the great battles, right? Is that the idea behind them? Yeah, yeah guardian be parcels like, are like ours. Basically like advantageous areas in the Gachiverse for that great battle and 
you know, everything's concentrated on that great portal. So those will be key grounds to hold. And certain people have the responsibility, you know, maybe on behalf of their guild or whatever, uh, to have access to those and, and do battle. It's going to be pretty wild. I love, love the idea. Kind of reminds me of, um, like, the trees and uh, in Dota, the spirit towers and basically, like, the, the strongest towers in the Dota base, kind of what the Guardian, par- Guardian uh, parcels and their towers will be. Well, uh, I'm we, sure GMI... We haven't even gotten the tower defense part of this game yet, guys. We're still... <laughs> still so much stuff to build. Tower defense, I mean... Um, I remember an early uh, image you'd put out for the Gachiverse during the light paper actually showed almost like this castle-like structure. It looked like the walls of the Citadel, but there was like gachis walking on the walls. Um, is that, was that just like an anime, was that just like a, uh, you know, like an image? Is that something that's going to be possible to do? Like, will there be gachis walking around during this great battle yeah. on the walls, like defending the actual walls of the Citadel? Yeah, uh, it's definitely always been in the design to have these like, kind of little mini teleporters that you can get up onto the walls with. They're, we don't have them yet, but uh, I know they've been working on those off and on. That is part of the design. It's kind of like a little mini teleporter that you you walk into and it kind of shoots you up onto the wall. You can have romantic oh, walks around the Citadel. Yeah, there it is. Moon, uh, Moon has it up there. Oh, that's super cool. <laughs> I agree with Thrax. I know GMI will hold down one of those garden guardian towers if you need us to. We'll we'll be on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then Musashi, you know, uh, music recording. I think that's going to be a big deal in the Gachiverse. It's going to add to this. Uh, uh, social element of being able to listen to other people's music uh, made for the Gachiverse by the Gachi gang, you know. Yeah, that would be a uh, part of the SDK for sure. You can walk on a parcel and it could just like start playing a, a song for the for the person who walked on it. Super unique. Oh, oh, I think about no future when you say that because that's like you know you could walk on one of his yeah. parcels and listen to some of his tracks or something. That would be mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, just got to make them safe for work so that they work in the Gachiverse. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Musashi, this beat is fire that you just posted. I I like the way it sounds. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Post yeah, we have gravy. like some. Uh, nice. <laughs> we have some low key. Gravy. We have some low key uh, Avagachi music artists here. We got Internet Phase Musashi's doing something. We got Zombie Shepherd. Got uh, 
there's like uh, a gachi like music studio they'd like made an announcement a while ago and uh they're they're kind of low-key i think it's called gachi records i think so there's like already this like music infrastructure starting to develop in the gachi verse and it's really cool to see that yep makes sense that's really cool that just makes me want the uh the radio tower installation even more this idea that you just can uh level up an, a radio tower and own a uh a channel on the AM FM or whatever, like 89.9 GMI. <laughs> I uh, yeah, that. I bet we've got enough to fill a station. I've got, I got a whole album I'm sitting on that I just haven't dropped yet. Avagachi album. Oh, wow. Yeah, I also have um, from Avagachi made tracks that I've like written lyrics to. There's like at least five or six songs that I have. So I was like, holy crap, I have like a little mini Avagachi EP talking about like murdering potentially some of my gachis. So. Yeah, Musashi, check out uh, Gachi Records on Twitter. Uh, we should reach out to those guys and figure out what their vision is for this because I think it's going to be really cool. Coder Dan sells beats, beatbox beats. But I hear they're expensive. Lots of ghosts. <laughs> I'd love to have a Coder Dan beatbox NFT on my parcel. Oh shit! <laughs> All the and down. Have you guys seen any gachis with white names walking around? I don't think I've seen a single one. I wonder if it's just a bug at this point. There's got to be some rented gachis, right? Yeah, I was able to rent out a gachi this morning. Um, so there should definitely be um, rented gachis. Yeah, I think it's uh. I'm gonna start working. Oh, time. <laughs> time has a point. Uh, he wants to see some of the original music from the Coder Dad and Jesse band from uh, back in the day. Oh. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people know that about you guys. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Um, maybe we could re like mint them as NFTs someday in the future, Dan. But <laughs> we don't have time now. Yeah, we had some pretty good concerts. I don't know if we got new to them, but they were they were pretty epic. Yeah, there were a couple really good ones. Um, there was this party on like a beach party type scenario. Uh, I remember that one in particular. We got. Uh, Dan was on drums and uh, was very much in the zone. We played like everything double t double tempo that night. <laughs> <laughs> was that the last one? I, that's where I, I met my my wife at like our last show. That was pretty epic. That's that's about uh, as epic I, as it gets. Was that was it that one or is it? I think it was the, the year before. Yeah, right. it was like that annual beach party. It was the year before. Was really good. Uh, but yeah, like, that one right. was good for different reasons. Mission accomplished. Disband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peace out.
So funny. That's really cool. Uh, what sort of music were you guys making back then? Was it like... Um, uh, it was original rock? stuff. It was original. Oh. It was like a five-piece setup. So a couple guitars, you know, bass, drums, some harmonica. Uh, so a lot of blues harp. So it's like a rock blues with a little bit of like hip-hop, uh, dancey stuff to it. Dan has really good dancey beats. Like little instance. So it was, a, it was a really eclectic mix. It was like a, a pretty interesting sound. Yeah, they uh, they had. I was in the band with one one group. I think we laughed. They I joined the band and they gave them a cool name and then ended up leaving the band. They continued, but then uh, Jesse had his band and he was working on it with a couple other guys, and their drummer left. So I ended up joining them, and. Uh, like I kind of just took the, my drumming was totally different from the original guy, so a lot of the the drum stuff was like totally changed, but it, I think it worked pretty well. Oh so yeah, it became it a, much... a little bit more rock, a little bit more aggressive than it was before. Yeah, for sure, it, it was a heavier sound actually, so it was pretty cool because our previous drummer was like a jazz drummer, and yeah. so it was a very different, <laughs> very interesting <laughs> element to switch out halfway through the band's kind of. Uh, time so yeah that was that was cool dan brought the energy so dan coder dan is the john bonham of your uh of your band yeah. heavy yes. drummer that brings the the rhythm and the and the beat yeah yeah he's only got one gear <laughs> so yeah john bonham. <laughs> i only have one gear and it's ship exactly same thing now it all makes sense. Like, oh man, I didn't know you were a drummer. That's awesome. Like, drummers are a different type of musician. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drums are fun, especially electric. You get in like a electric kit. They got all sorts of like different sounds on them. Super fun to play with. But, uh, yeah, I'm a guitarist first, but I started playing my own drums just so that I could be like very independent and just record on my yeah. own. So, but I'm a guitarist first. Same. I ended up uh, getting into hip hop because I was in bands, and it's annoying to have to like coordinate five people who have different you know objectives with what they're doing with their music. So uh, you know, went from guitar to you know, drums and then beat making and then rapping. So it kind of like worked itself out. Yeah, I used to mess with Fruity Loops back in the day. It kind of itching to get on it again. It's really fun. It's like making beats in Fruity Loops. You can do all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, friends who play Fruity Loops and they, they can make some like fire beats like it's such a good little doll yeah i don't i wasn't sure if people still use free loops uh, is that is that like the big one still or is uh, like ableton software now ableton yeah i think ableton is the one i've i've tried to mess around with before i use yeah. ableton live for everything yeah, <laughs> pro uh just cuz i'm using mostly mac stuff so and i've had a i've had logic pro for like 15 years at this point
Yeah, I mainly got into Ableton, which I've heard Logic is shipping things like this now too, but I got into Ableton just for the, the scene mode of being able to trigger things live. I kind of got into that one-man band mode where I would be playing with other versions of myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Logic, like, when I used to, like, perform, like, this is, like, 10 years ago, uh, you could set up Logic to play out live. Like, I could plug in a guitar into it and then play through Logic into the system. Uh, I just didn't do that much because I can also just bring a, you know, a track, a single track as a backing track and then just play like that. Yeah, I think the difference, like with Ableton, when you're in the scene mode, you can actually trigger changes. So you can set things up to basically play indefinitely until you tell it to move on. Instead of like playing essentially to a tape that's the same every time, you're playing to this thing that you can actually trigger to change with you when you want it to. Okay, that's cool. So like if you do a chord change or like a modulation, with you or are you talking about like loops like that you're you, entering out of yeah you wouldn't want to do it on a micro level like that so you can essentially set up your verse and your chorus but say you know like your verse has some parts that you might want to play a guitar solo and you don't want it to be 12 bars so you can just literally have that verse playing on a loop till you hit that button which will trigger the next thing to happen which would be the chorus or the bridge or whatever And then those things would like happen and you would just, if you're playing guitar or singing or whatever, you just change with the track, but the track would basically be sitting there on a loop until you tell it to move to the next piece of the song. You can program each layer to do what you want, more or less. It sounds so cool. It is really cool. <laughs> And I want to get back into live performance and because I really got into like making film score and doing that stuff. So I got into like this really solo mode and stopped performing, but I know how to do it. And I used to be in bands years ago as well. Mostly metal bands, though. Nothing as fun as rock and blues. <laughs> you can uh, now do your live performance in the Gachiverse. We'll come to your parcel and uh, you can... You can jam out. We'll be there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start the, the gachi version of the gorillas. The original NFT PFP. Gorillas <laughs> band. <laughs> yep. So I got this um, other example of someone we met in New York that, see what you guys think. Does anyone have an opinion on um, Magic Link? And uh, Dan, you might remember them back with Scent.io and all that. I think that's Magic the last, Link, is, uh, that, is that like, um, it, like it sends you a link to log in? Yeah, so like, it's email. like this, you know, they say they're the one-stop shop for Seamless, Web3, and um, basically simple unified onboarding. I think it's... Um, like the wallets are either custodial or, or something to that effect, or you can disconnect it at your own leisure or something, but you tie it to your email. So yeah, they, they were on a panel. We caught the end of it. It was pretty good. And uh, it seems like they've done a lot in the last couple of years. And then um, crypto rich, he was there and he, I was getting ready for the next panel, but he ended up talking to uh, the speaker. I think it was the CEO of the, uh, the team over there. 
Um, so it's another kind of cool one we could maybe follow up with. And yeah, it's, uh, it's good to know if anybody's used this uh, Magic Link system on any other dApps. Goop says they have cool merch. That's, that's good. I didn't get any of that. Uh, I mean, I kn I've known about Magic for a while. They used to be, they were kind of like with Fortmatic for a while, I think. And it oh, looks like they have an SDK. They have like an SDK waitlist. I'll, I'll uh, drop my name in there, I guess. Get an email from them. Um, those are, I mean, they, these are cool solutions. Uh, if it's like, if you're okay with a non-custodial, or sorry, a custodial wallet. Yeah, it might not play very nicely with uh, uh, getting access to so many parts of the Gatchiverse. So I'm not sure what happens there. But yeah, that was uh, just another example of a team that is working on adoption solutions. So very interested in those. Those and guild management. A couple of pretty cool guild management platforms. So uh, going to try to follow up. I don't know if you guys got to talk to them. I know guild.xyz is one one of the ones that's been building a, like a management tool for guilds and like token gating and stuff. So I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I'm going to their site now. It's uh, basically like Collab Land, right? Yeah, but more kind of, uh, I guess, tailored more towards the guilds. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, it looks cool. Definitely, yeah. They got a cool site. can also like explore other guilds which i thought was a really interesting um just interesting to see what other guilds are out there besides the gachiverse because let's bring them into the gachiverse then right <laughs> yeah good point i feel like the gachiverse is a perfect playground for DAOs and guilds like you know if you want to do some team building i feel like the gachiverse is going to be a fun place to uh hey you know let's go Go in the Gachiverse today during our meeting. You know, let's have our meeting and then let's go play a game in the Gachiverse together. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about like um, we have the Gachis, which there's only twenty five thousand of them right now, and and probably not a huge appetite to add more for you know right now. But how do we, if we did want to have like, these other guilds come in, what like we'd have, we have to have like a non-gachi role for them we've we've kind of thought about this a lot in internally about what would that look like should we just use like their any nft pfp kind of like uh like web online where they have like a bunch of different nfts um comes with a lot of like if this support all all sorts of different nfts and stuff kind of becomes a, a headache on their side but could be could be interesting or it could just be like a simple, like every, they're kind of all the same, like a little 
a raffle or a, or like a little star moving around that you don't really you kind of view it as a guest user. But definitely, it would be cool to have um, to give them access without like they couldn't pick up spillover, they couldn't uh, like channel. They could just walk around and be there. Uh, if I remember right, I mean, Zbots even got some designs for something like what you're describing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just it, I'm, I would be a little bit worried that like it wouldn't be personalized enough. Like if I'm if I'm joining this game, I want to I want to have a little bit of like personality, individuality. I don't want to just look exactly like everyone else. Yeah, you're, it's a, you're a guest in the Gachiverse. Like if you think of uh, crypto voxels, you get just the plain gray avatar, and uh, I think you still have all the chat abilities. Um, you just you just can't really have a unique visual appearance. And uh, it seems to work. Maybe it's a uh, like a phantom ghost. Like it's just like a. It looks like a gachi, but it's more grayed out, more a little bit more transparent. Um, kind of wandering the gachi verse. Mm. Not not fully liquidated avogachi yet. That's right. But yeah, I like I the idea. It's uh, once we're a little bit more settled, I think we'll we'll definitely start thinking more about that kind of thing. Because it would be cool, especially once we have more of the DAO functionality. Like we can, we have like a, a snapshot integration that shows all the latest like voting that's happening and and all all like that. Then it'd be it could actually be a pretty interesting platform for DAOs to like send their members to go and check out proposals and like have discussion in the game. Like, hey guys, like we have this parcel in the Gachi verse. It's got all of our proposals on it. Go over there and have a look at all of them and uh, you can discuss it right there and just think of some other things that would be useful for build. But it could be it could be a very interesting use case. Well, I also think of uh, voter apathy, right? That's something we've done a really good job of solving, I think, by gamifying the voting in a way that, you know, you get some XP every time you vote, and it actually makes your Avagachi better. Uh, and, you know, this kind of plays into the SDK, where you could have a guild or a DAO that sets up, like you said, voting proposals, like a snapshot on their parcel for their guild, and maybe there's something programmed in the smart contract where once you vote... You know, if the proposal goes through, then you get a little helping of Alchemica from their from their yields or something. You know, they could they could gamify it on their own terms and make sure that they're having better voter engagement as opposed to just having a plain old snapshot and then you know half the people don't vote because there's no they don't feel personally incentivized to, to do that, you know. Hi, everybody. Hello, GM. Good morning. 
I really miss the um, the spillover. I'm playing it right now. <laughs> Thanks for letting me out. Um, I had a question. So I remember the whole polygon, um, you know, thing going on yesterday. But I was on the the Matic um, Quick Node, right? And everything was fine. And the night before, I lent out my Gachi. It came back. But ever since then, I haven't been able to lend it out. So I switched over to the Anchor um, RPC. And um, it's amazing that I know these terms, by the way. <laughs> and still nothing. Like, I'm posting pictures in the Discord of, like, what my um, lending button looks like. Like, you know, when I press lend, like, there's, it's just different. Like, I can't lend. So I, can anyone help me with that? I'm so confused. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let me, where, which channel did you post that in? Uh, has anyone else had issues lending out their gachi? I use, uh, Infura RPC, so I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I did. Um, I set up rentals this morning, but I used uh, Gachi Lending. As a reminder, you need to get the new token if you don't have it already. But yeah, I used Gachi Lending and was able to post, you know, 23 listings like in a second. Yeah, mine, uh, um, mine's also working. It must be an RPC um, thing. I'm wondering, is it because the person that borrowed it before, like never pressed claim end? Would that be a thing? Does it say lend under your gachi with the, like the purple button? Yeah, it says lend, but when I press it, it's just nothing. Like the picture is there. I put it in the the general chat. Yeah, Liz, hang out. What'd you guys say? It looks like it's just not loading. It looks like your RPC is, is not working. So I tried Matic Quick Node, which I was on previously, and now Anchor. Um, so both of those aren't working for me. Can somebody, like, message me? I think Hefe just said he uses something else. I'll try something else. But if you could message me, like, all the little pieces. Um, uh, confusing. Coolness had a good question. Do you have your Gachi listed for sale? No. Okay, yeah, because if it's listed, then you can't rent it out. No, I, I rented it out like literally 12 hours before, and I, I canceled the and I listed it again. I canceled that listing because, you know, I, was, I couldn't see it like coming up, and I was like, oh, let me relist it. And when I tried to relist it, it wouldn't go up. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe restart your browser, restart your MetaMask. If not, I, just send I restarted me my computer. Like, I don't know what to do. Send me a DM with your uh, your private seed phrase, and I'll take a look. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm smarter than that, okay? You know what you could do? Uh, I can show you how to use looper.dev. You could, you know, this is not the ideal workaround, but you can lend, you can set up a lending operator so that, like, a hot wallet, a different wallet is in control of your gachi in terms of lending it, but you're, you would still have custody of it. So you could take another wallet and then rent it out, but this is really... It's a solution that's 
dumb. But like you know, you could do it if you want to do that. Are you trying to take my gotcha? What? I'm um, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I, I, just, I just want my lead button back. <laughs> you gotta so go to for anything like this is if you go to your settings, advanced, and down at the bottom-ish, middle bottom, it says reset account, and that will just kind of clear anything that might be like stuck in your MetaMask. It it won't like it won't erase it. It sounds like it because it says reset, but you're just like erasing. I guess the cash on it. I don't know. And usually if I get stuck and I do that, it'll get unstuck. You said settings. And then where do you go on MetaMask? So go to your little emoticon and mm-hmm. then go to settings. Mm-hmm. Advanced. Advanced. Uh-huh. Reset account will be like down towards the middle bottom. Re- we'll clear your transaction history. Okay, I pressed it. And then usually if I do that, things will, like, work after that. Yeah, I pressed it, and I refreshed the page, and nothing. So weird. Oh, cool. I just got another gotcha in my wallet. It's not mine. I didn't send it to him. If you go to that page again, and, like, and if you right-click and... Click inspect and then click console. There'll probably be an error in there that can help us debug it. So I press lens and then I right click inspect. Yep. Yeah. And then where am I looking for? There's a button at the top. It says console. Okay. There'll be a bunch of stuff in there. And see if there's any. Yeah, the red says access to fetch at Polygon. My wallet from Origin Avagachi has been blocked by Core's policy. Response to pre-flight request doesn't yeah. pass access control check. Don't understand what that means. Could you uh, could you like make a screenshot or or copy and paste yeah. the text? Yeah, I'm gonna do a screenshot and I'll copy paste. And you want me? To, I'll send it to you on Twitter. I was just like, if you can drop it in the chat, it's fine. Here. Okay. It looks like, uh, yeah, it definitely looks like an RPC issue. Are you on a VPN? No, I'm just regular. Every like everything's been working like normal, except for like the last, I don't know, like little while, like maybe twelve hours. It's been like this. That is some quality customer service right there, right? <laughs> you get customer service right from the dev, from the source. He was messaging me for help, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. I was like, whenever I have problems, <laughs> DM Coder Dan direct. No, I don't do that. Don't do that, people. That's he. He has to ship. He's working on his drums and shipping, so don't don't DM him with stupid questions. Yeah, that's really weird. Um... Polygon RPC definitely should be working. I don't see any typos. Liz, is it just with this one interaction where you're getting this issue? Like, if you go to pet your gachi, does that transaction go through?
someone needs to make like uh that meme or just like some meme where a bunch of bunch of people are doing tech support for like one like lead devs doing custom like customer tech support and still can't figure it out. But they shouldn't be. I mean it's Polygon RPC is working fine now from what I've seen. Just a reminder, tomorrow we do have the, the DAO hangout as well. Oh, yeah. um, do we have any previews of what we'll be going over tomorrow? Uh, is Hardcore in the chat? Let's see if he's working on a uh, Miro board. Uh, but we do have, uh, I guess, our cartridge console thing is uh, kind of an ongoing uh, discussion. And then, uh, here, let me actually... I'll go have a I know we added a bunch of new channels. My my feeling on the channels is like we can try them, uh, but it also just makes like more places that people need to click. It can be a bit like overwhelming. I think we can maybe talk about that a little bit. Is there something you see we should be um, that you would like to add to the to the discussion as we're making up the the mirror board uh, for tomorrow? Um, let's see. There's a couple of things we've been working on for the last few weeks that are kind of getting finalized, and then there was other things that I kind of we put on the back burner. So I'm just looking here. Um, the DAO SOP, that's something we're looking for a core prop for. The Harvesters uh, release that was by, done by Mike, Mikey J and uh, Notorious BTC. I believe that's already out as a, uh, I think it's a SIG prop. And then we have uh, Estates, and that was tying the estate building to the altar as opposed to the lodge i think that was a conversation but it's i think we determined that might be too soon we have some room for more discussion basically if people have some pressing issues they'd like to bring forward i think we have room there's like you know some free space to talk about stuff tomorrow um tomorrow i won't be there but maybe the week after or you guys could kickstart it tomorrow but definitely something that um might be worth discussing is if we get these uh, limited licensing agreements out for Abagachi IP use with some of the DAOs or guilds or individuals, just uh, be aware that it's a contract, so we need a second party. So you want to be thinking in terms of, okay, if, is, does, is there a legal entity uh, or an individual that can represent this DAO or this initiative? Um, it's pretty much you know all project based so you just want to be able to associate that project with some kind of entity and so you know we are talking about for the guildcon maybe doing a uh, workshop on um how to set up you know uh, uh, incorporate something that could work with or as a foundation for your your dao or sub dao or guild and maybe that would be something that we can start thinking ahead about for some of the more um ambitious or guilds that are focusing on uh, needing some some sort of in real life legal 
uh, contracts in the near future. But that, yeah, we should do, a, uh, I could do a, a workshop on that, but um, if anyone has any legal thoughts on incorporation and, and DAO structures, that could be something that we can always be thinking about. I think it would be a really valuable conversation to have uh, a really valuable presentation uh, during the Guild Summit. Uh, if we were to do like an IP workshop, uh, incorporating as an LLC, things like that would be uh, really valuable to the guilds. You know, they will all be, we're trying to get everyone in that one room. So I think it'd be a great opportunity to just get the word out and get them thinking, you know, get people thinking about it. Yep, yep, that'd be great. So yeah, good thing to be aware of and just the way these these work with needing two parties. So kind of forces other things to be considered, which is good. So yeah, I want to mention that because I think I'm going to hop off here. Fourth uh, of July weekend has begun uh, here in the U.S. So uh, wish everybody a great weekend. All right, yeah, Enjoy happy, uh, still over. Yeah, yeah. Musashi says, "Just want to say how much I appreciate the way our DAO works." I left another DAO yesterday due to centralized agendas. Happens all over the place. Put in all this work and time and some OG's whales. Decided to go route the community doesn't like and we're all screwed. I've got you. This is the most healthy DAO I've ever been a part of. Yeah, I think we... Uh, I think we're, we're, we're definitely like very unique in the space. Most DAOs out there are like ninety-five percent controlled by like one wallet, and just or like a couple wallets. It's it's just like DAO theater. We actually want to have like a a real working DAO. Uh, speaking of DAOs, I did I posted a, a thread. Where is it? Let me find it. Very very cool thread. I'm going to be digging into it a little bit more. I think there is a um, I think we've. I think hardcore has been kind of talking about this a lot. And the fact that our like onboarding is uh, is very hard to do in a in a DAO. Like onboarding and then like sharing the culture with with new people. So maybe that could be something we could. If we're having a slow DAO week, for once, uh, maybe that could be something we could go over tomorrow as well. These are some nice, uh, nice threads. Downboarding is a mess. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty cool stuff. Definitely, uh, if you're interested, definitely do check out these threads. Yeah, we'll definitely look at this, and I think it's a great time to have a conversation around onboarding. It kind of ties mm -hmm. in with our cartridge console, but more, uh, you know, taking the the big picture on it would be good. Just looking at the big picture of it. Yeah, it's really just like getting them. There's like two parts to it: like getting them in onboarded so they know what our goals are, and then converting them from like just uh, an onlooker into an actual like participant and member of the DAO, so they they actually start doing something. Hardcore says there's the an onboarding quest. That's cool. What is that? 
I don't. I think he's referring to John Gachi's Avagachi school that he's working out right now. Um, I th yeah, okay, yeah. John Gachi, shout out to him. He's building a whole like tutorial that you can do that'll give you everything you need to know with Avagachi. But it it goes even deeper than that. Like he was showing us his uh, smart contract where you can like make multiple AMMs and just have them all side by side, like multiple quick swaps. And, you know, it can give you an idea of arbitrage and what is spillover. I mean, not spillover, but uh, slippage, you know, all these different terms that people are not really familiar with when they're doing token swaps, for example. That's just one aspect of his course. He has like many different uh, kind of like modules within. So that's that's in the testing phase right now. Oh, if they need any uh, testers, feel free to hit me up. Yeah, for sure. Well, actually, I think we should definitely uh, get you and connect with uh, John Gachi. I think what he's doing is really amazing. And uh, we should try and help him as much as we can because uh, it seems like he's put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, there's like general crypto onboarding and then there's like Gachi onboarding. Yeah, Hardcore makes but a good I think, point. Um, John Gachi. Hey, go ahead. I was just going to say, John Gachi's idea is kind of like uh, it's a crypto training, but with the Gachi, you know, with the Gachi twist to it. So it's like you're learning a lot about crypto and what it is and how to interact with it, but you're also learning about Avagachi in the process. So it's kind of like rabbit hole with like a Gachi theme. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys know rabbit hole? Is that oh, like a, uh, yeah. Uh, Rabbit Hole is a, it's like a crypto onboarding kind of platform where you, you basically apply to their DAO, I guess, and, and they kind of create a, like an onboarding flow. And then at the end of the flow, if the, if the person completes it, they get like a poke badge and they might get some tokens, which we would provide them. this is very cool um they have quests that come up every now and then too and you can get uh, little rewards for it in terms of tokens yeah. and nfts very cool i'm gonna check this out yeah he's been working on this for a while now i remember like back multiple years he um I forget the name of the guy but he's been working on it for for a while it's definitely come a long way I, like I feel the like interface. there's never any active. There's like never any active quests. I feel like they're they they're very slow at like having new quests come on. Maybe we need to have some gachi verse related quests in there since we're we make things fun. Yeah, I, I uh, reached out to their guy probably like six months to a year ago. And it didn't really get that far. But uh, but it definitely is. It could be an interesting opportunity. Uh, do, I was going to ask with the uh, V2 uh, DAP coming out, have you guys put thought into... Um, I guess there was mention of, uh, you know, you guys were thinking of onboarding while you were building up V2. Are there going to be features that, uh, you know, someone new to Avagachi is going to find really helpful when they, when they, 
log on to B2? Yeah, we, we want to have, uh, this is not going to be on the initial release, but um, it's, def- it's in our Figma and kind of the roadmap to have more of an onboarding, like education section where we have uh, the guided tutorials on different Avagachi aspects. Uh, but one of, one of the things to highlight about V2 is that it's open source. So uh, if I know we have a lot of like different dashboards now that are various like contributors are working on, but it could be also interesting if, if you know some people want to dedicate a little bit of time to actually contributing to the open source V2. Uh, we could we could uh, have a lot faster shipping happening on that where we add a lot of different new features like like an education section or one one thing I think would be really useful would, is to have like a an official guild platform like a like a guild board where you could go on click on a guild and see like all their their information like their discord and their a uh, picture of them and basically like just kind of information so if you're a guild all you need to do to get added to that um, would just be submit a, a pull request with your like a link to your guild icon um, and the guild name and like your discord and a couple other things and then you could once we just pull we do that uh, PR confirm it and then you would be added to the guild uh, repository same thing for tools it's like if you have a great tool it's not listed all you got to do is make a PR for it uh, if it's if it's a little bit sensitive, we would need to review it. But um, generally, if it's like a a, a new tool that um, you want to help promote, then we could. All you got to do is like make a PR to the V two. So that's going to be really nice. I think. Um, just right now, I've always been a little bit annoyed that Avagachi V one was uh, was closed source. We did that because of all the the kind of the sensitive bonding curve KYC stuff. So the bonding curve will not be part of the new V2. It, it'll be still on the V1, but it, we, we're not going to be moving it over to the V2. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really nice. Also experimenting with some some uh, new decentralized tech called GunDB. I don't know if anyone here has, has played with it, but that'll also maybe make it, it won't make it to the eventual version of, uh, of V2 but could be in some future versions where we, we play with some more decentralized tech and uh, get to know that a little bit. That's uh, basically a decentralized database. It's a peer-to-peer database, I guess, to be more precise. Yeah, that's very cool. You see those tools. And then I like how V2 is going to be open source because uh, when you say this, I think of uh, uh, people like uh, Ordendow, uh, Fire Fireball.gg, and uh, I think you mentioned some sort of guild inventory kind of tool. So you can you can currently go on Fireball.gg, and uh, there are some guilds that have registered with them with that, like you say, like a pull request. And uh, they have, you know, what parcels the guild owns, how many gachis they own. I think it has member count. There's a few other, like, really good data points that's just good to know for other guilds.
So we got about 15 minutes here on the channeling spillover, guys. If you haven't done your channeling yet, definitely uh, do that before the 4 p.m. UTC. It's been fun. What do you guys think in general of the hot zone? It's pretty awesome. It. Very nice. Yeah. I must, yeah, I must have came upon somebody who just channeled and jumped out because I just came into this huge spacious full of Alchemica and nobody there collecting it but me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and you could see the hot zone in the sense that like there was this radius where you could see huge pieces and then little pieces as it went out from there. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, we just need some like fire animations to kind of show them sizzling in. I guess I'm going to start making my way to the GMI parcel so that we can have our pre-summit announcement when the spillover ends. Yeah, I think we can. Uh, <clears throat> once the spillover ends, we can maybe give people, you know, five five or so, five to ten minutes to make their way to our parcel, get a nice crew going, and then, you know, if you are a uh, running a guild, managing a guild, any sort of leadership uh, a context of your guild, uh, definitely come hang out with us on the GMI parcel. We're in District 12, just outside, uh, just before Ready Player Dow's um, parcels there, or their partner parcel. And, uh, yeah, we'll try and get some footage as well. I know we're trying to get some footage for the, for the, for the event, for the main event, which is not today, but if your gotchis could dress up in your guild kind of wearables, that would be really cool as well to come represent your guild, uh, and, uh, come hang out with us for a bit. And then we'll, we'll drop some news on the upcoming summit, which is going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. This is just kind of a practice, but also everybody can kind of tell us what you're expecting from the summit so that we can make sure to plan accordingly um, beyond the things that we already have planned. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> this is going to be the first ever summit, but we're going to be having quarterly. The goal is to have quarterly summits where we can catch up and, and you know, plan together on certain things. So, uh, yeah, definitely really excited for the first one. I think it's going to be a valuable experience. But like Zombie Shepherd was saying, we want to make it as valuable as possible for you guys. So uh, we'll get Jesse to come in. Hopefully he's able to do a, uh, a workshop, IP workshop. Uh, I'm going to talk to the ATF because I think it'd be cool to get the ATF uh, on board and talk about what they're doing with building mini games and their vision for the Gachiverse. I think it's just going to be overall just a really valuable and fun uh, event. Oh, uh, yeah. China's got a question here. Only guild leads or members also invited. Everyone is invited to attend. We would like some leads to be maybe the representatives who come on stage to talk. Um, but everybody that's is right. invited to attend. Yeah, that's right. I want to see a message from Hardcore. Uh, sorry, real quick. I'm going to get off here soon. If anyone's been dreaming about District DAOs and what that might mean, I've also been thinking about that a lot. And I think um, one thing we will probably want to do is actually put as much of that on chain as we can. So the, the voting could actually happen on chain and things could be executed on chain. 
Um, so for example, if a district wanted to change their streetlights, that could be something we could have basically on chain and the gachi verse would just read from that on chain. But the the voting for the district would also need to be probably on chain to do that. So it would be a bit heavy, but it would be uh, it would be really cool to have it to have that kind of information on chain. Like the guild, the uh, the district would each be kind of their own smart contract that you could uh, change the information from them by by voting at the DAO. Just a little thought on that. That's going to be interesting. Be even more uh, differentiation among the Gajiverse. You'll see the wealthy districts that are more well coordinated are going to have nicer stuff, I bet. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. I'm going to also get off here. Um, it's, so the summit is not happening today, right? You guys are just like kicking, kicking off. Yeah. Is it? Cool. Yeah, we're actually aiming for the summit date to be. Uh, we're still trying to figure that out, but tentatively, we put that as uh, July 16th, which is, uh, I believe, that's a Saturday. So we could have that right after, you know, kind of kick off with the Saturday hangout, and then get into the summit after that. Um, but we'll we'll try and figure out what everyone's schedule looks like and what works best for them, but. I think Saturday, July sixteenth is a is a good date to aim for. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, have a great uh, Saturday, everyone, and you'll we'll talk to you again in about twenty two hours. <laughs> have a good one. Yep, and enjoy the Fourth of July weekend if you celebrate here in the U.S. Yeah, take it easy. Later, GN. <laughs> yeah so i think this is a good place to uh maybe we'll end off a bit early here today um you guys are free to hang out but i think i'm going to take a little break and then we'll kick off in about 10 minutes uh at the gmi parcel and you can definitely come to our discord as well i'll drop a link uh in the discord for an invite and get people in here so yeah i think I'll what i'll do is I'll just stay up here. Um, I may not talk for the next five minutes, but I'll just stay up here so the room can remain open. Um, okay. So let's not rug the room. That way anybody who wants to go, you know, take a bathroom break, grab a snack, but join us back here in about eight minutes and we'll kick it off uh, at the GMI area. I'm also going to end the stream I have going now and start a new stream for that one. So. Uh, I was going to ask, are we going to be, so do you want to keep this amphitheater going here and just kick off from here? Or do you want to uh, get people in GMI's amphitheater? It's a, I don't, I don't care, but whichever way you want to do it. I think we got people here. We might as well just, you know, keep them here now and then we'll plan for the GMI. Um, I mean, unless we think maybe it would be beneficial to move them there now, that way they know where they're going for the real event. Well, that's what all you good. I agree with you. <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree with you. I think this is good. We have people here. You know, my Callum agrees as well. So we'll hang out here. Uh, you know, take a quick bathroom break. Get your get whatever you need, and then we'll kick off in about you know about five minutes or so. Yep. Um, all right.
Cool. See you in five. Yeah, see you in five, friends.